Welcome to the Big Band and Swing Podcast, brought to you by SwingCityRadio.com. Well, that guy's in again with that tune, you know, that Elmer, and here's uh, Ray and the Modern Airs to sing our recorded version. of swing welcome to the big band and swing podcast i'm your host ronaldo we started off this episode with elmer's tune performed by glenn miller in january of 1942 such a such a bouncy little song isn't it well people i can tell you i learned some interesting things preparing for these podcasts And when I poked a little deeper into Elmer's tune, I found some uh, neat little tidbits about the history of that song. For instance, who was Elmer? Like, was there an Elmer? Well, there was an Elmer. Elmer was Elmer Albrecht, A-L-B-R-E-C-H-T. Elmer was an embalmer for for a funeral parlor in Chicago. While uh, working at the funeral parlor, he also worked out the original melody for the song on a piano that was located in one of the back rooms of the parlor. Didn't see that one coming, huh? 
He wrote it back in the early 1920s and held on to it for, for years. Every now and then, he'd go out and perform the song at nightclubs around the Chicago area. I, he was still working as an embalmer, um, so I guess it was like at an open mic night or something like that. In 1941, he approached band leader Dick Jurgens about the song. And uh, Jurgens originally turned him down, but uh, our friend Elmer was a uh, bit of a persistent guy. So uh, Jurgens eventually decided to arrange the song for his orchestra. He, meaning Jurgens, finished the arrangement for the band, and they were plan uh, planning on playing it live on a radio remote. But the song didn't have a name yet. And uh, supposedly the band members were arguing back and forth on what to name it. And finally, Jurgen stepped in and suggested, let's just, let's just call it Elmer's Tune. And the name stuck. Uh, Jurgen's later granted permission to Glenn Miller to record a version of it. It was still an instrumental at that point, and uh, Glenn hired a writer to create the lyrics for the song. And uh, that song is, uh, the song that we just heard is what, he, what that writer came up with. And uh, months later, that song shot up to number one for Glenn Miller. So, pretty interesting stuff, huh? Well, check out SwingCityRadio.com, and I have a full article about it on the site. Uh, just enter Elmer's Tune into the search bar, and it should pop right up for you. And on the topic of uh, Swing City Radio, give it a listen. We play all your big band and swing favorites from the 1930s, 40s, and today. And we got apps. Now you can listen to the station on the uh, new Swing City Radio smartphone app. You can get the app on the Apple App Store and Google Play. It might be uh, easier just to go to swingcityradio.com and click on one of the app buttons. But that's just me. I, I like things easy. So enough with my rambling. Let's play a number by Dinah Shore called Dixieland Band. <laughs> Funny thing, when I was little and my pop-up would talk about Dinah Shore... I thought he was saying uh, dinosaur, so I always have to pause a little bit before saying dinosaur. So again, dinosaur uh, performing Dixieland Band, and if you haven't figured it out already, uh, you're listening to the Big Band and Swing Podcast. <laughs> Da 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 da
him on a Saturday night. Sure enough, he got them so they couldn't play right. He hit a note that was off the court. Apoplexy got them and they went to the Lord. And now, folks, here is the sample. Listen to the Dixieland band. Cola refreshes without filling. Why? Because it's truly light. Charlie, you're forgetting something. Wait, Kay, there's more. 
Yes, ice-cold Pepsi is the delicious refreshment that goes great at a picnic or a party. But, John... And Pepsi goes fast. People like it, so keep plenty handy. There. Oh, you did fine, except for one thing. Well, I mentioned lightness and how Pepsi refreshes and how fast it goes. You left out Pepsi sociability. You know the Be Sociable song. But, Kay, I can't sing. I can. Listen. Be sociable, look smart, keep up to date with Pepsi, drink light, refreshing Pepsi, stay young and fair and debonair, be sociable, have a Pepsi. Well, at least I can say this. Pick up an extra carton of Pepsi today. Please do.
We started out that segment with uh, Dinah Shore performing Dixieland Band, followed by the Sherwood Jump by Bobby Sherwood and his orchestra off of a 1949 V-Disc. Then we heard a Pepsi ad from the 1950s. That's when they had that uh, Sociables marketing campaign going. The woman in that commercial, Kay, to me she sounded a little bit like Siri or some computer-generated voice when she spoke. I even uh, researched it to see if it was K-Star, but, but couldn't confirm it. I like the creepy ending when she says, please do. Please do. See what I mean? We also heard No Name Jive by Glenn Gray and the Casaloma Orchestra. On the subject of names, when I was doing that bit earlier on Elmer's tune, it got me thinking how much names have changed over the last 100 years. You hear names like Elmer or Seymour or Mildred and you think, wow, those sound so dated. I thought it'd be fun to compare the top names of the 1910s to the top names of the 2010s and, and see what the differences are. Please do. Yeah, th thanks, Kay. Let's start out with the boys. And uh, by the way, I got this information from the Social Security Administration website. So these top names are just reflecting the United States. So uh, the top boy names in the 2010s were Jaden, Daniel, Alexander, Michael, Ethan, Liam, and William. The top three were Mason, Noah, and the number one boy's name was uh, Jacob. Now, back in the 1910s, the top names were Thomas, Frank, Edward, which was my uh, pop-op's name, Charles, George, Joseph, and Robert. Number three was uh, James. Number two was William, which uh, apparently is still popular today. And the top boy name in the 1910s was John. They, they weren't as dated, dated as I thought. You know, no Elmers, no Seymours. And there's, uh, there was no Moe's. Well, well, Louis Jordan knew five guys named Moe, didn't he? <laughs> See what I did there? Nice little, nice little segue, huh? Let's listen to some Louis and come back and go through the girls' names. Please do. <sighs> you're, you're listening to the Big Band and Swing Podcast. I want to tell you a story from way back. Truck on down and dig me, Jack. There's Big Moe. A little Moe. Who's the greatest man around? Makes the cat jump up and down. Who's the talk of rhythm town? Five guys named Mo. When they start to beat it out, folks jump, jump and shout. Who the critics rave about? Five guys named Mo. They came out of nowhere, and that don't mean a thing. That's right. They rate high, you know why, when you hear them swing. Mop, highbrow, lowbrow, all agree. They're the top of harmony. I'm telling you, folks, you really ought to see. Five guys named Mo. Thank <laughs> you. 
story from way back. Did you dig me, Jack? There's Big Mo. A little Mo. Four-eyed Mo. No Mo. Look at brother. Look at brother. Look at brother. Eat Mo. Eat Mo. Mo, Five Guys Named Mo by the king of the jukebox, Louis Jordan. So let's take a look at how girls' names have changed over the last 100 years. First, the top girl names from the 2010s. Elizabeth, Madison, Abigail, Mia, Emily, Ava, Isabella. And then the top three being Olivia, Sophia, and Emma at number one. Now let's step back to the 1910s and see what people were naming their girls. The top names back then were Virginia, Francis, Elizabeth, Anna, Mildred, <laughs> you gotta have Mildred, Ruth, Margaret, and the top three were Dorothy, imagine that, Dorothy, Helen, and number one being Mary. Now, I don't know. It, it, it might just be me, but looking at some, at looking at the names on those lists, the list of names from the 2010s, some of those sound just as dated to me as some of the ones on the 1910s list. But like I said, that's just me. Well, I'll post those lists up on SwingCityRadio.com, so you can uh, take a look at them. Because uh, I know I just rambled through through both lists very quickly. And uh, hey, if you've been enjoying this podcast, make sure to give us a positive review and don't forget to subscribe so you can have this goodness delivered to your podcast player every Friday morning. So let's finish off the show with the B-flat swing from Teddy Wilson. This recording is from a performance he did on uh, Jubilee. Thanks for listening to the Big Band and Swing Podcast, everyone. See you later.
thank you so much for listening to the Big Band and Swing Podcast. And hey, don't forget to subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by SwingCityRadio.com. Check out Swing City Radio playing your big band and swing music favorites from the 1930s, 40s, and today. This is Ronaldo signing off. See you next time and have a great day, everybody.